Hi, my name is John, and this is Truth Tuesday. I remember when I was first getting into college, I was pretty stressed out about what I wanted to do with my major, right? I, so when I first got into college, I, wanted, I knew I wanted to go into ministry. I kind of had thought about teaching there for a while, but I had my, my mentor and my youth minister at the time, he, he really influenced me to, to tell me, hey man, you have a gift and, and I think you have a calling that this is what you can do. And so even though I kind of was, was kind of slow to come around to that, you know, I really did figure out that that was my gift and my calling that I wanted to pursue. But it was still rather hard because in Christian college, you don't just choose, you know, ministry as your as your major. There's a lot of different things that you can do. There's a lot of ministry, uh, things under ministry, whether that be uh, worship ministry, student ministry, whatever that might be, preaching ministry, whatever it might be. And so it was rather hard for me to choose. And I try to try to think of myself, right? I try to think of, you know, what are my talents? What are my gifts? What do I need to be prepared for to be able to use? And so as I was thinking through, you know, I love kids. I have a heart for students. I'm passionate about teaching the Bible, but I see this need for evangelism as well. And so, you know, maybe my ministry isn't even a church. Maybe it's off in the mission field. You know, I kind of kind of really wrestled with those things. And so eventually I just went to my mentor, my youth minister at the time, and I asked him, I said, man, help me out here. What should I major in? What, what should I really look into and really study in college? And he looked at me and he told me something that I still find to be profound today. He told me, open your mind to learn the Bible in a classroom and open your heart to learn ministry with people. That was what he told me is he said, you know, in the classroom, that's where you really want to study the Bible. That's when you really want to understand what the book has to say, the different languages, those kind of things. And he told me, he said, you're going to learn a whole lot more about ministry and how to minister to people when you're actually in ministry, right? Now, there's still things that you could learn in college. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying a college education for ministry is useless. It's not. But he, he wanted to emphasize that it's more important to learn about the Bible in college and learn about ministry and internships and in those other ways than, than learning it in the classroom. And so I took that to heart. I really found myself learning more about the Bible in college because I used an advanced biblical studies major. And I find myself learning more and more about ministry every day in the church, whether it's in the office, whether it's at an event, whether it's on Sunday mornings, whatever it might be. I find myself learning more and more about ministry, just serving in the church and doing that. You see, when I evangelize to people, because I still see this to be a big need today, what I find is that very few people will come to follow Jesus because you know more than them. In fact, I've never had somebody say, John, you knew more than me, so I'm going to follow Jesus. That, that has never happened. I've never had somebody tell me that. What I have had people say is that they follow Jesus because they discover him. And I think oftentimes we discover Jesus more through opening our hearts and through Jesus and through God opening our hearts to, to him. And oftentimes we close our minds and we close our hearts. And I don't know if that makes very much sense, but what I'm trying to say is that not very often are you going to have somebody come to Jesus through an intellectual debate. 
Oftentimes, what you're going to have people come to Jesus through is through tragedy in their life. They're going to come to Jesus through hardships. They're going to come to Jesus out of need. They're going to come to Jesus because somebody who does know Jesus showed them the love of Jesus that they have never encountered before. You see, we're not to put our faith in intellect. We're to put our faith in Jesus. We're to put our faith in the words of Jesus, what he said, what he ate, what he exemplified in his life, all of what he did, all of what he, he said in his life. We are to put our faith in those things, not what we conjure up in our minds as we think is right, not the, the rules that we make uh, in our own minds, but what is it that Jesus said? That's what we're going to follow. That's what we should put our faith in, is Jesus himself. You see, Eventually, our minds will fail us. My grandmother, she dealt with dementia before she passed away. And that's a terrible, terrible thing to see somebody that you love struggle to even remember who you are, struggle to even have the memories that you had with them. I have so many silly memories with my grandmother that when she was passing and in the last years of her passing, she had a hard time remembering those things. And that's, and that's a really, really difficult thing, it's not to mention Alzheimer's, ALS, the many other things that happen that affect our brains. And our, our minds, they tempt us as well. They compare what we have to what other people have. They make us greedy. We say, oh, this person has so much more than I do. And not only do they tempt us, but they can also be rather selfish. See, they, they plot for what's best for us. How can I get this to happen? And, and whether it whether it might be selfish or unselfish, we try to plot and see what can we do to, to further ourselves, whether it be with our money, whether it be with our jobs, whatever it might be. But the good news is, is that our minds aren't all bad. In fact, our minds are a gift. Our minds are a gift to discover God. And God has given us our minds so that we can know him better. Now, we shouldn't rely fully on our minds because, like I said, they can, they can uh, hurt us, they can tempt us, they can be selfish. But what we can do is we can use our minds as a gift to know God better. By memorizing the words of Jesus, having those be ready in our lives, it was Jesus that memorized Scripture to combat Satan so that he wouldn't sin to connect our everyday actions with them, to have the creativity to understand that what I'm going through in my life, Jesus taught this, and I can connect that with what I'm going through today. And we can use it to teach others about Jesus as well and who he is. Because a lot of people have an idea of Jesus, but some people may not actually ever know who Jesus is without proper exemplification and without proper teaching. And those are just a few of the gifts of our minds that we can use to learn more about Jesus. Now, does that mean that we shouldn't study anything else other than Jesus? Of course not. Scientists and, and, and all different kinds of things are, are, are wonderful. And what we find more often than not is the proofs that we have in science do connect to God. You know, I, I think I've heard, I hear people all the time say, well, I can't believe in God because of science. And if you think about it, 
that's not really the case. A lot of the science that's out there that make people think that God isn't real, a lot of it is hypothesis. A lot of it is changing. A lot of it's going on. Chris preached a sermon a couple weeks ago, about a couple months ago now, about quantum physics and these different things. It kind of went over my head in some ways. It may have for you too. But the gist of it was that science actually does come to agree that there is a God and that he's out there more often than not. And if it doesn't right now, just wait, because science is changing and science is discovering more. You see, our minds are great tools. And if we use them properly, they will always come back to God because our minds want to learn and want to discover. And when we learn and discover more and more, truly and honestly, not with a bias, then we can truly come to God. Philippians 4.7 says this, And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, everything in your mind, everything you can comprehend, everything you can learn, everything you can discover, right? And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, bring your mind to peace. Know that there is God. Use your mind to discover God, to discover Jesus, and know that you can be at peace knowing he is there knowing he loves you, knowing that you can trust him and learn and learning to not to not focus on your own understanding, but to focus on the words of Jesus in our lives. Thanks for listening.